The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. We've just gone day three of Operation Shield and Arrow and watching some updates right now. I've got a feeling that uh, joining us on the line, Rolene Marks, is going to be telling us uh, about some breaking news. Rolene, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. What is going on right now? Well, a little bit hairy in the last couple of minutes, rockets uh, or red alert as uh, far central as Rehovot and Ramla. These are cities very, very close to where I am in Modi. And we have unconfirmed reports that there could have been a direct uh, hit on a building in Rehovot that's unconfirmed. But yes, um, despite reports of a ceasefire last night, there has been no ceasefire over the last 24 hours. Uh, there are attempts to try and broker a ceasefire by the United States, Qatar and, and various others. We've just heard from Jordan, France. Uh, Germany and Egypt demanding that uh, hostilities stop, uh, saying that, uh, in fact, I'm going to read to you from that uh, press release. They say uh, they're deeply alarmed by this new round of violence and the deteriorating security situation in the occupied Palestinian territories in Israel and ongoing developments in Gaza, which has claimed unacceptable civilian casualties, including women and children. They call for an immediate ceasefire, which will end Israeli military operations in Gaza and indiscriminate rocket firing against Israel. International humanitarian law must be respected. I just want to reiterate that international humanitarian law is respected. Uh, Israel today has taken out two high-level Palestinian Islamic Jihad commanders uh, in Cooperation with international law, as I said earlier this week, this is where we see the role of Israel's Supreme Court working with the military advocate general to ensure that every strike is within the law. Remember, we are dealing with a terror entity that does not respect international law. Uh, we've got sirens coming in. We've got again on the... Um, uh, border with Gaza. We do have a confirmed uh, strike of a rocket on a building in Rehovot. So that has been confirmed within the last couple of minutes. Um, so very, very hair-raising here. As I came off air yesterday, more rockets fired towards Tel Aviv. In fact, I happened to be on air with a station in America watching the interceptions, and I thought the presenter was actually going to have a heart attack. Uh, but wow. um, it has been another very, very tense 24 hours. Uh, and, and just to reiterate, earlier today, our Defence Minister, Yoav Galashen, who actually lost his mother yesterday, uh, has called for the operational area in Gaza to be expanded. He has given the directive to brace for more rocket attacks. Last night, in his address to the media, Prime Minister Netanyahu did not speak about a ceasefire. He said that Israel is in the middle of uh, an operation. So um, 
no confirmations there. We have heard from the international community, with the exception of the uh, statement a few minutes ago, um, all condemning the indiscriminate rocket fire towards Israel's civilians. And, so, uh, and Ronin, sorry, if I can come in there, let's just stay on the subject to the United Nations and, the, and regarding Operation Shield and Arrow. What have we heard from them? What's their stance, their position? Well, yesterday there was a meeting of the Security Council. It, it was expected for them to to make a statement condemning Israel's military operations. But uh, Israel's ambassador to the United Nations, Gilad Erdan, telling Galaitzahal, that is Army Radio, earlier today that the Israeli mission managed to, to get that stopped and yesterday's emergency session ended without any comment. What is quite interesting, is that we do have the UN Secretary General and a, a group of UN ambassadors in the country at the moment. They condemned the initial um, airstrikes that took out the three leaders of Palestinian Islamic Jihad. Unfortunately, also, uh, there were some civilians who, who died as a result mm -hmm. of uh, the use of human shields and uh, they condemned that, but they are yet to condemn any indiscriminate rocket fire towards Israel civilians and as of a short while ago we've had nearly 600 rockets and mortars fired towards Israel. Now let's not forget that uh, in addition to the rockets that are fired we also have mortars which are mm -hmm. a very close range and very very precarious and exceedingly more difficult to stop. Rolien, uh, yeah, let's just put this aside for now. Uh, wishing you, we all wish you all the best in that part of the world, and we just hope that this conflict can draw to an end soon. Now, uh, well, time will, let's see what we chat about next week on Monday. Would you believe Thursday already? We'll be chatting on Monday. Let's go on to some uh, more light, encouraging, light-hearted uh, subjects. Let's start with Israelis and Moroccan women holding women in tech, a tech conference in Morocco. What's all this about? Sorry, we've just got more uh, rockets coming in, so it's very, very uh, Ooh, challenging okay. right now to 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 jump between um, subjects. But yes, uh, in Marrakesh, Israeli and Moroccan women have been holding a conference this week. This is uh, to celebrate the Abraham Accords, but also to celebrate uh, women in in innovation. Okay. Uh, it, it's a conference designed to bring together women from Morocco, from Israel, who work in, in startups, in innovation, in high-tech, and look at ways at increasing cooperation between the two. And, of course, uh, kudos to uh, who we are speaking about yesterday, Israel's Noah Kirill advancing to the grand final of Eurovision 23 Song Contest after the unicorn performance. Well done to her. And indeed, so if you are able to vote in Eurovision, I know Australians can vote, they're considered part of Eurovision, who'd have thunk it? Uh, but sadly, not for South Africans. Noah Kuel has blown away viewers with her very energetic performance of, of Unicorn. Uh, she had a very, very energetic dance break, which apparently everybody has fallen in love with. If you don't know who Noah Kirel is, apart from being our Eurovision entrant, she's also considered the jailer, or whoever's very trendy in, in music, she's considered to be the Israeli equivalent. So uh, super, super happy 
about that. And we really hope she's going to bring it home, as she said movingly uh, yesterday when she was kept um, up to date with the situation in Israel. She says, I might be here in Liverpool, but my heart is in Israel. Indeed, wishing her all the luck rolling. Just before you go, just before you go, I just want to read something out that I've just received from Austin. He says, Shalom, Michael. One has to give a massive shout out to Raleen Marks for her amazing reporting and updating on all news Middle Eastern via Israel Brief and her other media channels. She is an absolute credit to her vocation. I hope that's uplifted your day, considering what you are going through at the moment, Rolene. Thank you. Indeed, we'll be chatting again uh, next week, Monday. Uh, shalom, Shabbat Shalom to you for tomorrow, because it is the last uh, afternoon overdrive of the week. Rolene Marks joining us on the line from Israel, giving us uh, the background as to, well, what is going on on day three of Operation Shield and Arrow. At least we could uh, at least... Um, Chat today about a few enlightening uh, subjects uh, in the Holy Land and, of course, Noah Carell representing Israel at the grand final of Eurovision 2023. Well done to her. Looking forward to uh, how that performance is going to turn out.